0: You, can me. you are welcome to a life-changing message from Minister Emmanuel. Stay tuned as the man of God teaches about visions. You can contact the man of God on plus 233-541-495977 or plus 86-1302-3508211. May the Lord which he bless you in abundance. bless you in abundance. We thank the Lord for this wonderful moment that we have for today. And I believe that God is still blessing your life and Bible say that daily we are being renewed by the spirit. The inner man is always renewed. Hallelujah. We thank the Lord for today and it's a special day that we have. It's a special day that we have for today. And God, I'm faithful to you and I. Uh, Can you take it down a little bit? The piano. Thank you. God bless you. God, I'm faithful to you and I. And it is by the grace of the Lord that is why we are alive. Hallelujah. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you, Jesus. We are here for you to speak to us. And we are here to also speak to you. Father Lord, I pray. Reveal yourself unto us. Reveal yourself unto us. Reveal yourself unto us. Reveal yourself unto us, Lord Jesus. Reveal yourself unto us. You want to know more of you lord you want to know more of you lord you want to know more of you lord reveal yourself to us lord jesus we are seated in the heavenly places with you and waited far above all principalities and thrones and dominions therefore lord come and take control come and take this program O oh lord reach out to the nations of our world and thousands of people that listen to these messages in the name of jesus christ i pray amen now we started with visions yesterday in the second session our theme for discussion is on the outpouring of the holy spirit and when you read John chapter 2, the verse number 28, the Bible says that in the last day, I will pour my spirit upon all flesh. The Bible is saying that in the last day, I'm going to pour out my spirit. And I'm going to pour my spirit upon all flesh. I will pour my spirit upon everyone in the last days. And these are the days, these are the time, these are the times and the seasons. And God had poured out a spirit. He had poured out a spirit. Therefore, we are here to enforce. We are here for you to acknowledge the outpouring because God had already poured out a spirit. Hallelujah. Now, the Bible said that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. The Bible says that if I pour out my spirit upon all flesh, you are going to prophesy, to proclaim, to preach, to declare. Hallelujah. And then also, the evidence of the outpouring will be that you are going to dream dreams, and you are going to see visions. And then we have to understand that all these things are as the result of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. When the Lord poured out His Spirit, these are some of the things that we are going to experience in our days. And we are experiencing this in our days like never before that the world is having a tremendous impact of the Spirit of God in the nations of the world. Like never before the Word of the Lord is reaching out to millions and billions of people. Why? Because the Lord God has poured out His Spirit into this world. And we started on greens and the next aspect is on vision. Hallelujah. Now, visions is given by the Holy Spirit. Is given by the Holy Spirit. Many are praying amidst this is a revelation of the essence of God. You don't pray to tell God to open your eyes to see demons or open your eyes to see one sin. No, you pray that God should reveal Himself unto you. Hallelujah! That God should reveal Himself to you. Now, in every dispensation of the Bible, God speak in the seventh dispensation of the Bible. God speak in all the dispensation through visions and in dreams. And in our dispensation too, God is saying that I'm going to do the same and repeat the same thing. I'm going to speak to my sons and daughters. I'm going to speak to them through visions and in dreams. Hallelujah. Through visions and in dreams. So in our days, God is still speaking to us through visions and in dreams. Now, when you read from Numbers chapter 12, the verse number six, the Bible said that, and he said, hear now my words, if there be a prophet among you, I, the Lord, will make myself known unto him in a vision and will speak unto him in a dream. My servant Moses is not so, who is faithful in all my house. God will say that I will speak to the prophet through visions and in dreams. And if they are faithful, I will review myself unto them. Hallelujah. Now, so let me tell you these things. In the ministry, you are called. You are justified. And you are glorified. You are called by God. You have to be justified before God will glorify you. So let me tell you, salvation is not automatic. Salvation is a process. In which God carries out his perfect work in you. The Bible said he that has started a good work in you will bring it into a successful end. He that has started a good work in you will bring it and he will end it in a perfect way. Hallelujah. Now, let me let you understand something today from the word of the Lord. Now. Take your Bible to the book of Romans chapter 8. Uh, Because of time. Romans chapter 8, the verse number 30. Romans chapter 8, the verse number 30. Hear the word of the Lord. I'm saying that you are called by God. You are justified and you are glorified. That, are, that is a step. The steps in our call of God. Romans chapter 8 verse 30 say that moreover, whom he did predestinated. He's talking about us. Them he also called. And whom he called. Them he also justified. And whom he justified. Them he also glorified. Hallelujah. The Bible said that. For whom he did predestinated. He also called them. You were chosen before the foundation of the word. That God will review Himself unto you. And the Bible said that he predestinated you. Predestination means that he know the destination before you started the journey. Before you start the journey. And God is saying that unto us whom he did predestinate it, He called. And when he called us. He justified us. And when he justified us. He glorified us. Hallelujah. So it is a ministry of all of us to understand that. As we come unto the Lord, God has indeed called us, but he has to justify us and he has to glorify us. The same thing that happened to Jesus. Jesus was predestinated from the beginning of the world. He was the lamb that was slain before the foundation of the world. He was predestinated before, from the beginning, before there was no time. God had already called him and he had glorified him. But this didn't have to take place for the Bible say that he was called that the son of, of, of Abraham, the son of Moses. Now take your Bible to the book of um, Matthew chapter 4. Matthew chapter 4. The verse number one, Matthew chapter four, the verse number one, Matthew chapter four. Now wait, I want to take this one from, um, the Luke accounts so that you understand what I want to tell you. So he was called, he was called, he was called, he would justify and he was glorified. Now, so they called Jesus. He was called, he was called. Jesus was called. Hallelujah. He was called, he was called, and he was called the son of Mattat, the son of Nimsi, the son of Elisha, the son of David, hallelujah. But the Bible said that he has to justify this call. Now for you to understand, come to the Bible in the book of first Timothy chapter three, the verse number 16, first Timothy chapter three, verse 16, this thing that I'm telling you is a mystery. First Timothy chapter 3 verse 16. The Bible says that and without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh, he was justified in the spirit, he was seen of angel, he was preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the word, Received up into his glory. He was received up into his glory. Now let me tell you that God loves us, He loves us. He wants to speak to us. He wants to reveal himself unto us. In fact, God loves us the way we are. Hallelujah. He loves us the way we are. He loves us who we are, but he will never use us as who we are. He has to refine us, repackage us for the master's use. That also happened to all the callings of God. I'm going to teach about visions, heavenly visions, and therefore I, le- I have to let you understand this thing. And if I'm talking about visions, then most of these things I'm going to draw the inferences from the prophetic books. Hallelujah. So for you to understand, I have to lay the foundation for you to get the in-depth revelation and the input for you to understand. You have to understand the pretext and the context of the test in order to apprehend the test. Hallelujah. So you have to understand that the Lord God called Isaiah, but he justified his calling upon him before he glorified him and set him over his people as the nation prophet. So the Lord God is saying in the book of Numbers chapter 14, verse 6, that if there be among the prophets, if there be among the prophets among you, I, the Lord, will speak to him in a vision and in a dream. And if he is faithful, I will reveal myself. I will reveal myself unto him. I will reveal. I I will show him myself. I I, 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 I will give him all the things that he has to know about me. So in a vision, the Lord God revealed his holiness, his nature, his essence, his mind, and his vision for us and humanity. And all these things are as a result of the outpouring. So in vision, God will reveal his glory. He will reveal his nature. He will reveal his identity unto us. Hallelujah. So vision is for the saint and the born again believers. Vision is not for the unbeliever. Visions of God. Heavenly vision is not for the sinner. Heavenly visions are for saint. Heavenly visions are for the born again. Heavenly visions are for the prayerful Christian. Those who are intercessors, those who are in tune, those who commune with God, those who spend time to God for God. Those are the people that always have visions of God and a revelation of the essence and the nature of God. Hallelujah. Now, without wasting my time, because I've talked about this in the first section, I will uh, draw some inferences here for you to understand something. Now, take your Bible. The Bible says that the Lord God called Isaiah. The Lord called Isaiah in Isaiah chapter one. The word of the Lord came unto Isaiah, the son of Amos, in the days of the king of Uzziah. The word of the Lord, God appeared unto him, but not in his glory. If I say the Lord, the word of the Lord came to me, that he had an encounter. Lord spoke to him. The Lord gave him his word, and he went to preach the word. He went to preach unto salvation. So prophets mainly operated in these visions. Hallelujah. So he was called in Isaiah chapter 1, and he was glorified. In Isaiah chapter 6, now, I have to let you understand that God will not reveal himself, his throne, his dominion, his abode, his majesty, unto you, when he hasn't called you, justify you. You have to get these things. So Isaiah was glorified by God in a vision. Hallelujah. He was glorified by God in a vision. So when you, you take your Bible to the book of Isaiah chapter 6, the verse number one, Isaiah chapter six, the verse number one. The Bible said that, he, uh, let me read for the verse number one, chapter one, verse one first, before I move on to chapter six. Because of time, I'm going to have to rush you through. Isaiah chapter one, verse one. The Bible said that, the vision of Isaiah, the son of Amos, which he saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem in the days of Isaiah, Jotham, and Ahaz, Hezekiah, the kings of Judah, hear all ye heavens and give ear. Now, listen God called him, he gave him his word, words of repentance, words of edification, words of hope, Now go and broadcast this in the ears of my people, hallelujah. So every phone ministry, whether you've been an evangelist, whether you've been a pastor, whether you've been a teacher, whether you've been a prophet, whether you've been an apostle, God has called you for the edification. The prophecy is for his people. The revelation that God gives unto us is that we will have an encounter. We will understand him. And all this thing is through the Holy Spirit. The Bible says that the Holy Spirit Reveal the deepest things of God unto us. So in Isaiah verse So the Bible says that. In the year that King Uzziah died. I saw the Lord. Now this is a revelation. In the heavenly vision. He saw the Lord. This is in the abode. In the realm of the heaven. The Lord God took his spirit. Into, into the second heavens. And then God revealed himself unto him. Hallelujah. And the Bible says that he saw the Lord sitting upon the throne, high, lifted high, and his train filled the temple, above to the seraphim on each side. I explained yesterday for you to understand that. In the heavenlies, God sits upon the throne, and on his right and on his left are cherubims and seraphim, and surrounded on his throne are four living creatures and the 24 elders, and I said that all these things that you see in heaven, God made a prototype when the Lord God instructed Moses to give the command unto Abraham in the construction of the temple and also in the making of the act of the covenant boss. Now, you have to understand that the act of the covenant boss was placed in the holiest of holies. Now, the temple was divided into three parts, the ultimate sports, Part the innermost part and the holiest of holies, and whenever God will appear, God will go and sit in the holiest of holies on the covenant bus. Now, so on the covenant bus was made with gold and other precious metals, and on the right and the left are the two living creatures made that, made or molded in a form of tribim and seraphim. So in the heavilies as well, God sits and then on his left and right hand side are tribim and seraphim. Now the word of the Lord said that God instructed Aaron and Moses to appoint 24 people to come in the holiest of holies to only serve. So in the heavenly, in the heavenly, in the abode of heaven, this is it. The Bible says that there are four, 24 living creatures as likewise and exact as what the Lord commanded Moses and Aaron to do in those days when they built a temple. Hallelujah. I want you to understand these things. So God took the spirit as in John chapter 15 verse 1. The Lord God took the spirit of the prophet in a vision and God revealed his essence unto him. So you have to understand that in heavenly vision, the more we see the holiness of God, the more we see the state of our sinful nature. When you read Isaiah chapter 6, the verse number 5, Isaiah said that, Then he said, Then I said, Woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of the people of unclean lips, for my eye has seen the Lord God of hosts. So in a a revelation, a vision, he saw his sinful nature, because the angels that are even called to cover the holiness of God, the the man that sits upon the throne is so holy that the angels is of them to cover the holiness of God, they cover themselves. Are you getting me? The angel that were immatically and intricately woven to cover the holiness of God, the man that sits upon the throne is too holy that they, 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 they cover themselves. They say that, hey, we cannot cover you. We have to cover ourselves. So the ceremony will cover themselves, not God. Because that man that stood upon the throne is so holy. So in the revelation, God revealed Himself. He revealed His glory and His holiness. The Bible said that for the prophet Isaiah said that, "Ah, I am undone." Because in the midst of God, He saw how filthy and sinful He was. The more God reveals Himself unto us, the more we see ourselves in a state of sin. The more God, we, the more we become more of God. Hallelujah. So Isaiah said that warns to me because I've seen the Lord God of hosts, the God of holiness. Hallelujah. So you have to understand that in the heavenly vision, God will give us his word. He will give us his word. In a vision, we talk to God and God will also talk back to us. We speak to him and he will speak to us back. When we read Isaiah chapter 6 verse 9, the Bible said that he said, Go and tell his people, hear ye indeed, but understand not, see ye indeed, but ye will perceive not. Bible said that God gave his word to Isaiah, the son of Amos, in a vision. So in our dispensation. God is saying that I'm going to speak to my people in a vision. I'm going to reveal myself. I'm going to edify them. I'm going to give them my word. I'm going to encourage them. I'm going to speak of things to come. I'm going to reveal my mind, my heart, my holiness because these people are not sinful people no more because if I pour my spirit upon them, they will become as me. Their righteousness will be of me. Their holiness will be of me. Now they can be called the children of God. The Bible said in it. Revelation chapter 1 verse, verse chapter 1 verse 6 that the Lord God has called us from every nation from every tribe to come and be as priest ordained and called by God. So we are called, we are royal priesthood who are being called before the foundation of the world to to, to, to work in holiness in Christ. So in a vision, the Lord God can take you out of your spirit to anywhere. And show you his plans and purpose. The vision outside the heavenly abode is mainly symbolic. There are times God will take our spirit in the heavenly in his abode, and there are time God will come unto us. I'll talk about it. We have symbolic dreams and visions. I'll talk about it now. God took that who took our spirit and he revealed things about himself unto us. So vision. Is based on God. Is based on the Holy Spirit. The focus of vision is on God. Now, in a vision, God will reveal who God is, His purpose, His plans, His Majesty and Dominion. These things that you see form part of the Ten Commandments. When you read Exodus chapter twenty, verse one to six, the third four commandment, reveal that who God is. His purpose, his plans, his majesty, and dominion. So in our day, God is saying that I'm still speaking to my sons and daughters through visions and in dreams. Now, Paul had a heavenly vision, and the Lord revealed his nature and essence unto him. Now, let me tell you, you don't have to wait until you get to heaven before you can see God. God is saying that out here on this earth. I will appear to you. I will reveal myself to you. Don't wait until you get to heaven. Ah, yet more of God. Yet more of him. Yet to see him. For the Bible said that Abraham yet more of him. And God revealed. God appeared unto Abraham as Melchizedek. He yet more of God. And that is what we are doing. I want you to yet more of God. I want you to desire the things of God. I want you to... Uh, <laughs> Develop that the love for God, the passion, the zeal, and the enthusiasm for God. I want that to bring candles. I want to produce a hunger in you that will make you seek more of God, that will make you love more of the things of God, that will make you and draw you closer to God. If someone hearing me say, Lord God, Jesus, make me a vessel, make me a vessel? Hallelujah. So Abraham yearned more of the Lord, and the Lord appeared unto Abraham. Not in a dream. You know, God spoke to Abraham in a a dream, in a vision as well. But God appeared. He came down. And he said, here here am I. In senior secondary school, the Lord appeared to me. That was when I started preaching outside and I started the ministry. Well, full-time ministry. The Lord appeared to me. In a vision. clear. I saw the Lord coming to me and he mentioned my name. Hallelujah. The same God that appeared to me will appear to you if you seek him, if you yearn for him, if you want to be more of him and not of yourself, he will reveal himself to you. So the Lord appeared unto Abraham. Abraham saw the Lord. When you read Genesis chapter 14, the verse number 18 let me read to the verse number 20. And Merchizabeth the the king of Salem brought forth bread and wine, and he was the priest of the most high. And he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abraham of the most high God, possessor of heaven and the earth. And blessed be the most be the most high God who had delivered thine enemies into thy hand, and he gave him tithe of all. Now, when you come into the book of Hebrew. The Bible said, Melchizedek is God, is Jesus. Melchizedek had no genealogy. Melchizedek is Jesus. He appeared unto him. So Jesus also confirmed. There was a time Jesus was teaching in the book of John chapter 8. I will take from the verse number 56. John chapter 8, the verse number 56. You know, Abraham saw the Lord. Lord Jesus appeared unto him. Jesus, God, appeared unto Abraham. John chapter 8, verse 56. I read, the Bible say that, Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day, and when he saw me, he was glad. And then the Jews said unto him, Thou art not yet fifty years old, and hadst thou seen Abraham? And Jesus said unto them, Surely, very, I say unto you, before Abraham was I am Lord said that Jesus said that when Abraham saw me, when Abraham Jesus is God, he's God in the flesh. God came down to die for his own. He said that when Abraham, when he saw me, he was glad. And before Abraham, before Abraham was I am, I am. So one thing you have to understand that in a vision, sometimes. God will take our spirit, and He reveal His purpose. He reveal His agenda. He reveal His holiness. He will reveal His plan unto us. Hallelujah! So Paul, the apostle, had a revelation. Paul, the apostle, had a revelation. Second Corinthians chapter twelve, verse one. He said that it is not expedient for me doubtless to glory. I will come. To visions and revelation of of God. Now listen, we have visions and we have revelation of God. There are some vision that is not about the revelation of God. But there are some vision, in the vision God reveals himself unto us. You get it. There are, in the vision, sometimes God will speak to us with symbolic things. Mm? Like as God took Ezekiel, Ezekiel chapter 37, and then he showed him dry bones. It was not in the abode of heaven. It was in a vision. Hallelujah. It was in a vision. Now, Paul also had a revelation. Now, let's see. Second Corinthians 12, verse 2. I knew a man in Christ about 14 years ago. Whether in the body, I cannot tell. Whether out of the body, I cannot tell. God know it. Such one was cut up into the third heavens. He was cut up into the third heavens. Now we have the, hev- the first heaven, which is the atmospheric heaven. The second heaven is the abode of demons and principalities. That was where the Archangel Gebra was captivated. The, the, the demon of Pesha arrested the Archangel Gebra. That was in the second heavens. And in the third heaven is the dominion of God. In the third heaven is the abode of God. Hallelujah. So we are... In the Bible, only talks about three things: the first heavens, the second heaven, and the third heavens. So, if someone tells you that he, he was in a vision and the Lord God took him to the tenth, the ninth heaven, tell him that he was in the cloud now, nah, not in the third, not in the ninth heavens, and the seventh heaven. We, are, we only have three heavens. Hallelujah. Now, so he saw these things, and the Bible said that he was caught up into paradise. And he had unspeakable words, which it was not lawful for him to utter. There are sometimes things we see in a vision God doesn't permit us to say. If the same thing happened unto the prophet and the apostle John in the book of Revelation. He said, that, I was about to write these things and the angel said to you, write these things not. For this thing is only for you. There are, there are things we see in the Revelation when God revealed himself to, to us, is it only for ourselves? There are things I know about God. I cannot preach it for me alone and I will die with it. That is why you have to learn more of God and God will reveal himself unto you. Hallelujah. So all these things, visions are are always heavily. We have some visions that are in the heavenly abode. And God will sometimes also will distend. It is not all the time God will take us in his abode. Sometimes God will come down unto us. He will come down to us in our domain. That is what he yearned. That is his mind from the foundation of the word that he will dwell among us. Remember, even in the Garden of Eden, God will come to man every day. And he was the first person to come and say, hello, how are you? In the Garden of Eden, God never resided in heaven. Every day he will come to man. And every morning he will be the first person to greet man. And we say hello. And that is what God is saying. And in the last day, I reveal myself. I reveal myself. If you seek me, if you seek me diligently, if you seek me with your heart, if you come unto me, I, the Lord, will reveal myself unto you. I will speak unto you concerning the things that are yet to come and the things that are happening. I will reveal myself unto you. I will speak unto you in a dream, in a vision. I, the Lord God of hosts, have said these things. And it shall come to pass. So in the garden of Eden, God will be the first place to come and say hello. Now, when we read chapter 3, verse 8, the Bible says that in every day, in the cool of the of the day, in the midst of the day, in the cool of the garden, the Lord God was trying out to man. God will come in the morning and will he'll say, Hello, hello, Abraham. Hello, my sons and daughters. Hello, Adam and Eve, where are you? Hallelujah. So in some Vision, we encounter God in this early domain, in this early realm. Now, there are many a times God will come down. You will leave his abode and you will come down and speak to us. And when, he will, when he's done, you he will go back. I, was, I, I am a partakers of these things I'm telling you. Now, take your Bible to the book of Genesis chapter 17, uh, verse 1. You can read the whole chapter to 21. The Bible said that, And when the Abraham was ninety years old, the Lord appeared unto Abraham, In a vision and said, I am the almighty God, walk before me and be perfect. And I will establish my covenant between you and your descendants shall multiply exceedingly. And Abraham fell upon his feet and talked to God. He was talking to God, man to man. In a vision. God came down and he was talking to man. He was talking to Abraham. He came down. And God said everything about Abraham, his plan, and whatever he had for him. So when God came down, he revealed our future. He He, he speaks the things concerning our life. And when everything was done, when you read the whole chapter, when, you, when I'm done, the verse number 22. When everything was done, the Lord God went up. He went back to heaven. Genesis chapter 17, verse 22. And he left off talking with him and went up from Abraham into the heavens. God came down in a vision to Abraham and when he was done, revealing himself unto Abraham and talking to Abraham, speaking to Abraham, he went back. So in this type of revelation, the Lord God will reveal his plan concerning our life. So I want to end here because we have a lot of things to discuss. We have a lot of things to discuss. We have a lot of things to discuss. In the next section, I want to talk about symbolic things and symbolic visions, hallelujah. And I believe that your life will never be the same. Stay tuned. You Thank you for listening to this audio tip from Minister Emmanuel. You can contact the man of God on plus 233-541-495977. Or plus eight six one three zero two three five zero eight two one one. May the Lord which he bless you in abundance.